to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 327 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Welcome along another week, another podcast. Here we go. <laughs> I want to start out with something gross, only because I've got ready for it. Of course, of course. Um, so I'm going to um, pass you my phone. Oh, There's good. some images. I want you to describe what you see, yes. and then you're going to um, go swipe from uh, left to right um, to go through the other images, but but don't swipe till I tell you to swipe. Okay. So... I'm not on to, a dating app, am I? No, no. Okay. To set this up, we talked about fidget spinners uh, and fidget oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. wobbly fidget things. things. So this is the latest fidget stress wow. relief toy. I, I've got it. According, I, I, hang on. I think I already know what this is. Yeah. Without you showing it to me. Yes. <laughs> so. Ex- oh, okay, ex- okay, okay, okay. Ex- explain what you're looking at. So what I thought it was was you can get this block, and you basically are squeezing pimple goo. Out of the block, right? Okay, so the, it's similar. But similar. I this is a, a fidget stress relief toy simulation ear with blackheads, and you can remove the blackheads. Oh, there's a nose one. Yep. Good, s- good. Swipe again. Uh, it's Donald Trump with <laughs> worms. Looks like worms. Yeah, they, they, the, they're blackheads. They're plastic blackheads that you've got to first insert and then pull out. Yeah, it people seems lo- like the most ridiculous but thing. But people love this stuff, eh? You've seen the videos where they're pushing, like, popping the all that goose coming out of the guy. No. Oh, no, it's a big I thing. People not. love it. And it's like a serious medical condition as opposed to a pimple, but it's like heaps and heaps of goo. I love the one with the hearts, though, too. There's a heart-shaped thing. I know. I mean, and, and that's that's got a bottle of goo. I didn't know we had helicopters come over here. Uh, I don't. It looks like a police helicopter, actually. So uh, I don't know what's happening, but uh, yep. Oh, it's heading for a helpo. Hey, that's, yeah, no. So you're keen to get some of them? Is, no, not no? at all. But not I, I will admit, and I don't want to admit, but I will admit, my mum was one of those mothers who, ooh, you've got a blackhead, come over here. And I, like, as a, like a little kid. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, get the hell away from me. I don't care. Actually, <laughs> I've this, got a blackhead. This sort of leads into my topic, Chris. Oh, really? So every, we're really, the, the show know. has sunk so low if that's where we're going. <laughs> no, get, no, no the, carry on, carry on. You listeners, you love it, I know. <laughs> uh, every now and then something, uh, you come across something that you never, ever knew, right? Yep. Yep. And I don't know when the last time this has happened to you. Uh, this happened to me recently, and I, I don't know. I just never knew this one thing. I think I've got ringworm at the moment. Right. Which I knew was a thing. I know it's a thing. I don't know what it is. So athlete's foot, yeah. jock itch, and ringworm are all the same thing. Oh, right. Different parts of the body. Right. Yeah, so i got some cream. Potentially it might be working it out on my arm there. That's oh, way, right. okay. way better than what it did look like. Uh, can't get into my doctor. There's a three-week wait for that. Do you want to book an appointment? That's because your no. doctor costs $10 or something. I know, I know. <laughs> That's why there's a wait. Like, but the, seriously. But the people that are using it must also have a three-week wait. So what are they booking in for? Like, I don't know. Anyway, they I need probably to, got cancer or something, and they're like, I don't want to pay much more than $10. <laughs> I need to find a new, a new doctor is what I need to be doing. Probably. That's right. Um, uh, oh, last night I went to the, uh, I think, was it the Waikato? Waikato Rose Society? Or Hamilton okay. Rose Society. Yeah, yeah. One of the two. Anyway, they had a little, uh, their monthly get-together, and then Doug... Did 
Is that one of the ones you did a presentation no, for no, a while back? No, no, not these guys. But Doug, who's our judge at the Pumpkin Carnival, he did a presentation. Oh, my gosh. It went for like probably an hour and 10 minutes of him talking nonstop about pumpkins. Uh, I think they were a bit bored out of their mind. But, uh, no, pretty interesting. He went through all the different uh, varieties. Um, and he goes, so here in New Zealand, this guy, Doug, he's got, I don't know how many employees employees he has. He's got a business that's probably worth, because he was trying to sell it before COVID, a couple of million maybe. And uh, they breed, they do a little bit of onions, but not much, but they do all these pumpkins and they sell them all around the world. And most of the ones in America that you see, like half of them is this company in New Zealand. He can go, we created that. Or the Americans go, I want a pumpkin that's got like a dark stem and a different colored skin and it has to be this size. He's like, yep. And then it takes him three or four years to perfect that. But he's got people in India growing for him. He's got seed and stuff going to Europe. And it's just mind-blowing. Like, I knew he was doing that, but a bit crazy. And then he goes, right at the end, he goes, oh, so. But he went through every single one. He goes, oh, this one here is, uh, you know. Um, the f- Did he have some passion to it, or was he quite dry with it? No, no, no. He's he's, he's super passionate. Like, oh, yeah, I was going to say, because yeah, no. I've spoken to Doug. Not... T- to that degree oh, in, in pumpkins, but I, I could see him being passionate about but it. But he's like, oh, this is the super freak, and then this is a super freak too, and this one's got warts, and this one doesn't, and then this wart's different to that wart, and they're like, there's so many minute details that's different. And then right at the end, he's like, oh, our uh, biggest one is we grow 15,000 acres of this one pumpkin every year. I'm not going to show it to you. I'm not going to tell you about it, uh, because only two place, two people in the world grow it. We're one of them. And uh, don't really want the Chinese ripping us off. And somebody goes, oh, so is that pretty good? He goes, let's just say we do really, really well out of that crop. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. and, and but, I, but that particular pumpkin that you, you, he's talking about, yeah. that's to sell to stores for eating? Uh, potentially, uh, yeah. Because, like, what else would they sell them for? I, I, no, no, I know no, in the States there's a decorative yeah, market, no, yeah. definitely. So, yeah, that's right. So he had the little, uh, there's a white pumpkin that he has. I don't know if you've seen a couple of years ago. It's called Snowball. He brought some along. It looks like a snowball. It's just white. And then he's growing a smaller one that comes out this year. It's called Marshmallow, and it's smaller. And he goes, the reason we grew this white pumpkin is some American goes, I want that for fall weddings. And we're going to put, like, candles in them. Okay. And he said, this whole white pumpkin is just for weddings in America. So that's crazy. But uh, yeah, so oh, it's no, either edible. so crazy. So I think, not, to be honest, 90% of the ones that he sells to America are decorative. Yeah, I would think and, America would be decorative. And he said, oh, they're pumpkins that they grow. And and you know the UK as well. So did I ever tell you this? I, I may no. have told you this before. Oh, I'm not sure. Um, we had friends come over, friends of my mum's uh, that I stayed with when I was a young fella over in the UK. They came over and they were traveling down the country and they stayed with Audrey and yeah. Audrey made them dinner, and they went, oh, what's that? Oh, yeah. The, yeah pumpkin. Yeah. yeah. And it, where they're from, at least where they're from in England, North England, that's what you feed pigs. People people don't eat pumpkin. No. Pigs eat that, pumpkin. My auntie and uncle. And they were a bit like, oh, 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 pump, oh, yeah. oh pumpkin, okay. And Audrey felt absolutely terrible, because these are you know, special guests and all the rest of it, and, uh, and she'd you know, really worked at this. And pumpkin's a normal thing for us to eat here. It is. Yeah. My auntie and uncle, uh, my relatives have all done the same thing, all said the same thing. They're like, oh, they quite liked it, but they're like, oh, well, no, no, it's cattle food. Yeah. So, yeah, but interesting. But Doug did say that uh, one of his grey pumpkins is the main one that's in um, all the pack and saves. 
And he said, if you see a grey pumpkin and it's got a bit of pink on it, that's not ours because we bred that out. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but he said what happens is he said the pumpkins that they sell in the supermarket, usually he goes, they're absolutely terrible. They taste like crap. People don't know what a good pumpkin tastes like uh, because they will harvest them a bit earlier. Uh, so they last longer because they need to store them for so long. All right. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Didn't realize that. Anyway, that's what I did last night. It's a fascinating long pumpkin discussion. It was. It was. Cool, cool. Um, I I went to a thing the other day on IoT, the IoT network, so that's Internet of Things, for those of you that aren't geeky enough. Who runs um, Who runs that? Well, Janet, 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 J-A-N-N-A-T, Janet, um, okay. uh, who had helped us out the last year of uh, TEDx Rukura. Yes. Uh, she's into a whole lot of things, and she's involved with this. Um, so it was interesting. They had a few things there um, that was going on. What did I write down here? They had one guy talking about cyber attacks on data, yeah. oh, cyber attacks on IoT, and they attack three or four different things. So they attack the data, so they steal data. Okay. But they can attack um, devices themselves. They target the device, so they either take it over. Yeah. So, like, they want to see what's on the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. camera, yeah, for yeah. example. That's an obvious one. But I didn't realize botnet attacks. Well, I, I sort of knew they were a thing, but I didn't know much about them. Okay. So they talk, started talking about botnet attacks. So basically, what they do is is they infect a an IoT device. Yes. And IoT devices talk to other devices. That's what they do. You know. So they uh, infect it, but they they have um, what do you call it um, control that they're not accessing yet. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's yeah. La- latent. It's yeah, just it's sitting, sitting there. there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, dormant is what I wrote. Yeah, build up and they build up a herd of bots which are dormant until they've got enough compromise to be activated or they have a need, and then they'll in- instigate like a DOS attack through yeah. them. And so I was like, oh yeah. So how big's a herd? Six hundred thousand devices. That's right. Like, Good stuff. Okay. So yeah. So that was interesting. Um, and then they're talking about attacks on uh, communication, breaking the WPAT by PA. WPA2 um, yeah, yeah. password protection using forcing through botnets and stuff. And I was like, holy crap. Um, but I think, like, you've got here, like, you know, there's a conversation about IoT security in New Zealand. Well, that's what they're trying to do because there are no standards. And these no, people are isn't. creating all these um, IoT devices that's right. with no security standards. But, uh, you know, the average person is a numpty. Will yeah. not have a strong password. May probably just has the default password. I, I wouldn't be surprised if I had an IoT device. I don't think I do, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if I had an IoT device that I didn't even realise needed a password. And it's yeah, I, you know what right. I mean. But um, I mean, I think all the voice assistants and stuff that they're trying to sell all the time. One of the creepy ones I mentioned yes. was um, somebody hacks um, baby monitors. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. Started talking to the babies. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I think <laughs> we may have mentioned that in a previous episode, actually. I, yeah, I'd, something I like that. I don't recall that, but um, yeah. So anyway, so that was interesting. But the other thing I, I will mention while I was there, um, and the reason I was there really was Tim Young, um, who spoke at TEDx Rukura the year after you, wasn't it? Yeah. Was that twenty seventeen then? Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, he at that time because so he's. Um, He's in a wheelchair. He had a snowboarding accident when he was, I want to say, 18, uh, something like that. Yeah. And so he's been in a wheelchair ever since. Uh, he just got married after that talk, or not long after that talk, and I knew that. But I didn't realize his wife had just given birth um, 
must be quite recently because the baby's really small because she was there with I the mean, baby. a small human, a small human probably I, means... I can't tell. I, you know this, me. This, I cannot this, tell. This baby could have actually been a three-year-old. Was it no, walking? No, no, no. It was okay. not walking. It was, it was probably months, a month or yeah. two. But, yeah, he, he, his new deal that he was talking about there was a smack, smart uh, access device. Um, that they're launching this week, so they will have launched it by the time you hear. Oh, that's cool! Um, and it's an app that gives info on local journeys for people with handicaps. And so I'm like, well, okay, so, so you, it's an- like a Google Map where you you're, you're routing your journey, and then it'll go. Well, what w- what are your handicap concerns? Yeah. And so if you're sight impaired, then there's the cr- uh, cracked me. Well, it didn't crack me up, but I just I never thought of it. Crosswalk speed. They're not all the same. Roads are not always the true, same true. distance across, and it's like blind people don't know how fast they have to walk, and they mm. can't see it start flashing. No, they just hear the wobble bob, and then they start going. And so, so is this, this thing, thing says a, you've got a fifteen. Is this seconds. an actual device, or is it just an app? It's, it's an app on your phone. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's um, good. So you carry it around. I'm assuming you have your Bluetooth headphones, and you can listen to it as you're walking along if you're blind. Um, and then it also uh, lets you know what the surface is like for wheelchairs, um, curb heights. Um, I mean, that's pretty cool. Are they crowdsourcing the data, or does someone have to go so sort this out? done a lot of data collection and they're going to try and crowdsource more but it's a difficult thing to crowdsource yeah like totally. that community yeah, yeah, yeah. so they were even talking about it in japan um there's been a uh an experiment so it's not commercial or or that level but it's experimental where they put devices underneath wheelchairs as they go along and it's taking notes on the data of um the the surface and stuff like that but there's only a limited amount of data you can get through that, so they're not going there yet. So they yeah. they started with satellite imagery, then they st- went to uh, then drone, I think. Then um, they've got people walking it for notes um, over the top of that, and they're doing um, dash cam to sort of catch anything else, oh, right. using AI to get all that information. Pretty so, cool. Yeah. Uh, hopefully um, it works. Yeah, yeah, Wait. and 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 then they overlay. The, the people that use the apps, it's going to report sort of their anonymized, but where yeah. they go, because they can then feed that back to the council and go, look, this guy wants to get from here to here, and to do it, he has to go this way yeah, because yeah. of your crap roads. Um, and But also, as we go forward, it'll be able to, they'll be able to say, we've increased the traffic here mm. for these people because you did this one thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, at the moment, if you make a ramp in the corner of a road, Yeah, there's nothing that tells the council whether no, it's a no, good no, thing or not. No, They've got those measurements. That's so, right. so this will help with that. So that was pretty good. So smart access, if you know anybody um, who, who might need that or, or, or want to use that, um, it sounds like a very, very good app. Still nascent. Uh, it's only launching, the, well, just launched now as you're listening to this. You, uh, you reminded me of this thing. Spotify has decided to bring out a piece of hardware, and it's called the car thing. The, the what? The car thing. The car thing. Okay. It goes in your car. <laughs> I just called it your car. The car it's thing. car thing, yeah. <laughs> cool. So it's like a, it's a little screen, and okay. it's got a giant dial stuck to the front of the screen, and you can talk to it, touch the dial, and then across the top is uh, four buttons, and you can um, say, take me to this type of playlist, and you just press it, and or jog through with the big wheel, and it plays it all, and it's all wireless, and uh, I think you've got to obviously have it charged up and stuff. They're bringing it out for a limited release to whoever at the moment. I don't know. It's normally 80 bucks, but they're like, hey, if you're paying for premium, fill out this form. We'll send it to you for 6 bucks. 
So they, I don't know how many of them they're sending up to the Americans. And you obviously have to have a premium Spotify account. Series is a big thing over there, right? Serious, serious, yeah, serious. Some of them call it serious. I'm sure they call it serious. Oh, the, serious. no doubt. Yeah. Depends where you're from. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's that. Yeah, that. Um, so that's a satellite radio. Yeah, but you got to have a receiver that can. You got to have a receiver, but that's what they all have. In the, like it's quite common. I think so. I believe. Well, well I, someone I tell us if we're wrong. Yeah, so that's the play, right? They're trying to break into that market. Oh yeah, I know because this would be cheaper than a Siri, serious um, receiver. I, I, I guess would so. This thing still has to pair to your phone, obviously, because that's where it's getting all its data and yeah. you know the music from. I don't know, uh, but interesting. I think I uh, read a couple of things where I think people were surprised they were bringing it out. Like they were like, "Oh, okay, it's a thing." Like no, they're actually going after. Tell you what, they're going after. It's uh, Amazon or I'm pretty sure it's Amazon. So you know how you have the echo that you talk to yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. like a hockey puck looking thing they've got like one that's got a little screen on it and it sits on your de- on, on your bench or wherever and you talk to it but you can say show me this and it shows you little videos but it's only it's about the same size as that thing i showed you so yeah pretty small like oh, okay. cell phone size screen and i can't remember what it's called it's called a i don't know there's a whole bunch of stuff they release that we never get here have you ever used an echo nah i don't want to no, I'm I, feeling I, I'm old. Not really keen on it, but yeah, I don't even it, it, use. But it is here, eh? You can get them in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, they seem to be uh, really cheap. There's because there's uh, normal Echo and then there's Echo Dot, which I think is the small one. Okay, uh, but I don't use I don't use any assistance on my phone either. I yeah, I, I, I'm sure yeah. it's listening to everything. Yeah, like, oh, no you know, doubt. We know what it is. No doubt. Um, speaking of listening to everything, yeah, I, I'll let you talk about this if you want to talk about it. Yeah. My next millionaire. My next, my first million. My first million. Sorry. My first million, Chris. It's a yeah. podcast. Yeah, I've listened to eight, seven or six or seven of them, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's a guy called Sean and a guy called Sam, and I, I've only got the one guy still at the yeah. beginning. Yeah. So, so. Sean, so they pivoted after about ten or twelve episodes. So the Sean guy, he was running the app Blab, if you know what that is, and a tech startup incubator thing from the guy that was owned and ran Bebo. And then he sold it to Twitch. So he's got a bit of money. And then this other guy comes in. And originally they started off some interviews with some interesting guys that made you know, like a ton of money. And then uh, they sort of pivoted because the audience said, we like it when you two riff amongst each other and are talking about random ideas and stuff. And uh, it's really, I, I like it a lot. Uh, but everything they talk about is in the millions usually. Like, yeah, no, it's just Sam, next uh, level. Sam was telling me about this. And I, I said to him the other day, I, um, when I went over to, uh, the first time I went over to, I think it was Chicago the first time, for a conference, a marketing conference, and just the scale difference from a business here to a business there, just, I I really had trouble getting it in my head, because a medium-sized, so we, we always talk small to medium enterprises, right, SMEs, a medium-sized business there is over, I think they were, they were saying over 10 million customers. Well, you yeah. can't. That means there's bugger all medium-sized businesses in New Zealand because we don't have that many customers. Like I was, because I was working. I was working at Telecom, who wasn't what sent me there. I was done going on my own time. But um, at the time, and that's one of the biggest companies in New Zealand. But still, I was like, holy crap! Um, no, so, it's, yeah. it's all a bit crazy. Uh, but they've got. They just bring up stories of these random little companies making things. So they've got one called Card in Your Yard. Right, so they you get 
letters that are printed on plastic, I guess, or something, I don't know, and they've got little sticks, and you can poke them in the ground, and you can write words like congratulations or... Yeah, one letter per card stuck in the ground. Yeah, yeah, welcome, uh, you know, uh, welcome to the family or welcome home or whatever, and, and it's a thing, and they've franchised it. Like, the business is just literally these card things with sticks. They're franchised- so somebody's got a van with 100,000 sticks in that. well, you know. A few, a, a, yeah. A dozen, they, dozens and dozens of these yeah, sticks. They rent them out to these people, they put them up, they've got over 2,000 franchisees apparently, and in the first half of 2020, they brought in $8 million. And there's nothing to these guys. They're just like, oh, eight million. Oh, okay, cool. Like, it's mind blowing, and it shifts the way you think about things. And I think there should be more stuff happening in New Zealand slash around the world because uh, yeah. it doesn't seem to be. Yeah, maybe. And, and so, I'm not sure. So, so Sam's particularly uh, getting me onto this because he thinks I charge too little for everything I do. You do, uh, which is probably true. Um, speaking of which, uh, I will give a bit of a shout out. Um, this weekend, oh, by the time you've listened to it, it's, it'll be done, but um, helping with the new Kōkiri, um Accelerator Program, uh, what do they call it, selection process. So I'll be helping the, teaching them how to pitch, and then these teams are going to be pitching to get part, to get in as part of the Kōkiri Accelerator Program and get, I don't know. If they don't get in, here's a question for you. So you're helping them to do the pitch so they can get into this program. And obviously, you work with everybody that's uh, yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. If they don't get in, do you know what happens to them? Do they go somewhere else to try and get funding? Like, because um, potentially you could help these people outside and go, "Hey, I, I'm sorry yeah. you didn't get in, but let's go for something else." I yeah. don't know what else. I'm going to be a lot more um, proactive about giving them a card oh, really? this time. Uh, if I can find my cards, they're somewhere in a box. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, good, good luck with that. <laughs> in the garage, uh, which is just full of boxes, just so you know. There's a lot uh, of boxes. So, yeah, I've got I've got a few, but I'm like, oh, God, this is, oh, where do I put those cards? Anyway, um, yeah, so moving on. Got a uh, Kickstarter dropkick for you. Brought two along again. Always have two. How about this? <laughs> I don't know why it's called this. The CXOE knee. Say that. Uh, okay. C-E-X-O-E-Knee, your customized intelligent knee support solution. Now, if you want to look like a cyborg uh, <laughs> and have people stare at you, this is the thing for you. Uh, it's like a knee brace, and then it's got a control panel at the top, a center round thing, and then six tubes. It looks a bit Mad Maxy. Oh, wow. Yep. And Definitely looks it's got weird. a mini compressor in there, and it knows when you're running, it knows when you're moving. You compress it, and it starts filling up with air, and it gives you support. Um, and apparently, uh, it, like if you stop and rest, I, that it's, that's a winner. If that's it works, worth a, if well, no, it doesn't matter if it works or not. Do you think it's because pushing if, things along? If you are having trouble with your knees, you don't give a shit if it works. Oh, yeah, you're going to buy it, and then you're going to go, "Crap, it doesn't work." But by that stage, they've made all the money in the world. Yeah. Like, so honestly, um, yeah. So uh, it's, they they wanted twenty eight thousand dollars New Zealand. They got one hundred eighty four thousand. There's five hundred eighty one backers. Let me just see uh, how much this thing costs. Um, you got to charge it up though. So it was like, oh, uh, you know. So you better buy two. Well, there's uh, and <laughs> in, in a lot of their promo stuff, they're just wearing one. Oh, hang on. Am I a backer or a bot? It thinks I'm a bot, so now I have to do a security check. So, uh, stuff you kickstarter. I don't, I'm not going to talk about that one anymore. 
Uh, apparently, I resemble. That's a because you don't bot. have because you're coming from a mobile phone and you don't have the app. That's their way of going. Get the app. It doesn't say that. Anyway, there's other uh, Kickstarter for you. It's interesting when somebody comes up with a. Oh, I can't even know. I don't even think this is real. To avoid what is this? No, look, look at that. None of that makes sense. No, but I got in. Good, good. So uh, Chris can look at it. Uh, I think I know why I can't, but that's right. Um, I'm using a secure browser that blocks everything, so they can't track I, me. I was so they're about freaking buying out. Buying a VPN, but anyway, I'll talk to you about that later. Um, torsion puzzle. Yeah. So Improved. when people come up with a puzzle that's sort of like a Rubik's cube type of thing, and just the idea of getting into it. So this is called torsion, and it's uh, there's like a bunch of balls on it, and you've got to twist it around and match them up. Yeah, I'm just. Oh, okay. Probably doesn't do it much justice uh, talking about it like that, but uh, you should check it out if you're into little puzzles. It's a new one. It looks like it'd, it'd be a good fidget toy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. If it's between the blackheads and the balls, I mean, you know. The blackheads and the balls. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good, good, good. Ah, uh, yeah. There's... I think I'll take the balls every week. Um, okay. <laughs> I think I've just broke Sam. <laughs> no, 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 you're good. You're good. Uh, so the Australian uh, Navy got a new warship, uh, which is called the HMAS Supply. I guess it's a supply ship. I don't know. Anyway, they had a, uh, uh, what do you call it? A uh, ceremony for it, which you normally do. And uh, guess what they got, Chris? And it's weird because these guys overshadowed the boat. So for some reason, they got seven twerking dancers <laughs> to do a dance routine. And the video of them is funny because they're just these six women scantily clad behind a giant, giant Navy ship. And apparently all the, everyone was just staring at them and uh, apparently it didn't go down very well. <laughs> who, who booked a, a troop of seven scantily clad dancers wearing black shorts and red berets stood in front of the warship and performed a routine that would have been more appropriate on TikTok. They can be seen gyrating, thrusting, and twerking throughout to the song Boasty by rapper Wiley featuring Jamaican dancehall artist Sean Paul, whatever any of that means. So uh, look at this guy. He doesn't look impressed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's an Australian uh, military person. That's right. I don't think uh, any of them look impressed ever, do they? Um, Oh, here we go. These guys, I don't know. You can get one of these, Chris. Do you want a creepy eye-shaped webcam? Uh, that will blink and look around, but the webcam's inside it. Oh, that is so cool. It's just like an eyeball stuck on the top. They've done it. These uh, guys at the Computer Interaction Lab uh, in Germany built and developed this creepy webcam prototype. Uh, to- so it's like, I've got to explain this. It's it's a flesh-coloured... Yeah, it's yeah. got an eyebrow. I thought there was a shadow, but no, now it's I just realised... it's a whole a- thing. It's an eye, like with an eyelid, eyebrow, all that, that's stuck to the top of a screen. Does that then, then swivel like an eyeball? It does? says it blinks and uh, looks around. Holy yep. crap, that is and definitely creepy. So they want to, the project highlights the issues around privacy and that these sensing devices bring up. So it's sort of to remind you that someone could potentially be watching, right? Yeah. So they've uh, open sourced the project on GitHub. So if you want to build a creepy, uh, your own creepy eye webcam... Uh, you can do that. There's oh, a link in the show so notes. So good. I can you imagine giving that to somebody? Um, you know, you've, you've 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 met them on Tinder and you've gone to a couple of dates, and you give them a present and it's that creepy eye again. I don't think oh, you'd oh, have an. You oh, wouldn't have an. Oh God, he's just showing me the video. You wouldn't have another date then, would you? No, I oh, know that's awesome. 
oh, that's it's so cool. You've got to check this out. That video, it's terribly creepy. We developed a webcam that looked like human eye. Yeah, no, that's uh, yeah, uh, stuff of horror. Uh, <laughs> well, we've got one thing left. Shall we make that the last day? Eh? Which one? High five me. Oh, yes. It's just a random little website that does one thing only. Uh, it's spout and leet, so it's h1ghf1ve dot me. So high five me. It's spelt and what? Leet. Oh right. Yeah. Yep. And uh, it literally, you go to this website. Uh, show uh, the link will be in our show notes, and it just has a um, a hand that you can high five, and you click on it, and then it waits, and it tells you where the other person's from when they've clicked on it. You just tap it. Okay. Did you touch it? What are you doing? Why did you put your hand on it? Oh, it's, now it's got open image and new tab. No, you've long it. pressed on it. Oh, my gosh. Just tap the thing. Oh, okay. So you got a high five from China. Woo-hoo. Yeah, so someone in China was on there at the exact same time, and they just pressed it. Nice. Um, just on that, well, I said that was the last thing, but you just reminded me. Have I been pwned? Have you heard of that? Have I been pwned.com? Yeah, so we put your email address on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's Set, terrible. It's Cal, terrible. Cal used to, I uh, was mentioning it on a security video he was doing for Epic, so I was like, oh, check that out. And my um, my main email address is just hammered. Yeah. Out. I've had it for a long time. I'm thinking, I really should just keep that for the junk mail and create a new one that's a bit more. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, it might come up on heaps of stuff, but then you look into it and it goes, this email address was in a data hack from 2012. And I'm like, yeah, no, I've changed everything since then. Like, I think the biggest one oh, was... I don't, I don't think I have any issues because if uh, the the ones that they were, I mean, I've got a different password for every single thing I'm in. Yeah, yeah so that's right. So they've got my email address. No, I get scam emails. That's all it really means. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Uh, I've been getting a few lately, actually, just for random things. Uh, what was I've got a few because I've, I've got a folder, interesting mm. junk, as you know, and I've added a few recently. Maybe we should go through them. Oh, I'm just getting emails from manufacturers in China going, hey, we make this thing. Do you want to buy it? Hey, we make aluminium cases. Would you like some? Let us know. It looks legit. And they've just emailed me directly somehow. Yeah. And then the other one was... Uh, These are from your AliExpress purchases. <laughs> No, different email address. Oh, really? Weird. Yeah, not sure what's going on there. Okay. Anyway, that brings us to the end. Thanks for hanging out with us for yes. uh, half an hour or maybe 15 minutes if you listen to us like chipmunks <laughs> at two times the speed. Uh, but until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.